Before we begin this special episode of the Secret Lair Drive-In, a little warning is in store. The following episode will contain spoilers of the new Godzilla movie, as well as rough language. So you've been warned. And now, on with the show. Hey group, this is the Son of Ghoul, and you're listening to the Secret Lair Drive-In. <laughs> Welcome to the Secret Lair Drive-In with your hosts, D-Dub and Stratosphere. The Secret Lair Drive-In is dedicated to bringing you the finest in B-movie entertainment news and reviews. And now, on with the show. I want to talk to somebody in charge. You are not fooling anybody when you say that what happened was a natural disaster. You're lying. It was not an earthquake. It wasn't a typhoon. Because what's really happening is that you're hiding something out there. And it is gonna send us back to the Stone Age. In 1954, we awakened something. Well, there's nuclear tests in the Pacific. Not tests. They were trying to kill it. You have no idea what's coming.
Well, welcome to this very special episode of The Secret Lair Drive-In. I am your host, your fearless leader, D-Dub. Stratosphere is not with me here at the moment, but he will be appearing in the episode as we have commentary from various sources on Godzilla 2014. I saw it on Thursday night with my son and some members of the Kaiju, Cuyahoga Kaiju Club. And first off, we're going to start we're going to hear from two of their members as to what their expectations for the movie, what they're hoping for. So take it away, guys. Hi, I'm Don Theobald of of the Cuyahoga Kaiju Club. (laughs) I'm hoping for this movie to redeem what happened in 1998, and I think we're in for a treat because the people behind this movie seem to be fans. Hello, I'm Tom Tverdick. Um... American Greetings Artist, um, hoping for a uh, exciting movie with uh, plenty of Godzilla action and that um, has a compelling story, and I'll let you know. Okay, next up we have the first actual piece of feedback that we had gotten on the movie, and this came via email from Stu Hyatt, and he says, Just seen Godzilla. This is the film, the 1998 film of the same name should have been, and it puts the God back in Godzilla. Go see it! There's elements of the 1954 original, Godzilla Raids Again, the unused TriStar original script, G2000 Millennium, and Gamera 3 Revenge of Iris. Things that bring those films to mind during it. Thank you, Stu. Okay, next up, I sat down with with TJ, and we recorded our initial impressions of the film. Uh, This is the part I was warning you about before the show started, that, yeah, the the language does get a little rough. And so here we go. Well, we're now at that part of the show that I warned you about. This is where me, your fearless leader, D-Dub, sits down with the world's foremost authority, TJ, and we discussed what we saw last night down at the Valley View Theater, um, Godzilla Field. Okay, what, what what were your initial thoughts walking out? Fuck! Yeah, that kind of does say it all. You know, I, I watched it, and I'm going to go full Canadian here. I'm mildly disappointed. I just, I don't even know where to begin. First off, you have a Godzilla movie where he doesn't fucking show up for 45 minutes to an hour into it. And you get more of the other monsters than him. And the other monsters, they fucking look like Cloverfield creature. One of them that flies. Yeah, and thank you for that fucking legendary pictures. All this time I see the, I see a flying kaiju, I'm thinking... Wait a minute, they said there's going to be foreshadowing. They're showing paper, like origami f- birds. Does that mean we might see Rodan? Oh, no. That'd be way too cool. No, they got to fucking give us some flying Cloverfield monster. Well, actually, there was a little bit of foreshadowing. Uh, what, I, what I didn't catch till I... Um, fuck it, I stole it last night. I downloaded it, and... Uh, I've watched a couple things that uh, the guys behind us might have, like, they were called out. Okay. 
their their pet moth in their in their house actually said Mothra on it. Wait, who had a pet moth, or did I miss something? It was when they went back to that abandoned house. Oh, okay. It, there was a, that overgrown enclosure that said Mothra. Oh, okay. I I don't know. It's just I I was just hoping for so much. I mean, you remember when we saw Pacific Rim? We walked out of Pacific Rim. We were so pumped. It was just it was just glorious. And this, I walked out. I'm like, what did I just see? I mean, you know, Godzilla. The Godzilla scenes were kind of cool, but hey, I other than all the stuff leading up to it. I dozed off fucking three times during this movie. You know, all too much human stuff. Go ahead. You I, got I, something I, built up. I wasn't there to watch a, a, a sailor get his get his friends killed three times over. The only survivor of three suicide missions? Bullshit plot armor. No, I was there to watch Godzilla fight monsters. Yeah, and, and we got it. And, okay, he got his... Uh, atomic breath and when they saw his tail start to glow the people in the audience perked up but you know for for godzilla movie especially when you have godzilla fans in the audience which were all the ones we went to a nine o'clock showing on the day before it officially opened you know a godzilla fan base and they don't start getting pumped up until they see beginning of the atomic breath I, call, I say nay nay. That's just all—all all is build up, and that's what they finally get excited about. And as we're walking out, somebody says, "Best Godzilla movie ever." I thought it was a que- I thought it was a question, so I was going to say like GMK or something. Then I real then then I stopped and think, no, he can't be talking about. Th- were we sitting in the same theater as this guy? I'm pretty sure more than one person there wasn't watching the same movie as me. But I'm going to see this again in two weeks. I'm going to drop a hit acid a little bit before I get in there. We'll see how different it is. He's just he's just kidding about that. He just uh, He's trying to be controversial. But, okay, the Godzilla design. Okay, elephant feet. Here, tubby, 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 tubby. What was it you said last night? It's like Yogi meets Godzilla. They proportioned him like Yogi. And he had cankles. <laughs> cankles and no feet. But it's like, what did you say last night? Uh, do a sit-up. Jesus Christ, Godzilla. Do a fucking sit-up. Yeah, all that time sitting on the bottom of the uh, bottom of the ocean, waiting for whatever. You know, and you got to get a little bit of regular exercise. Well, why do you think they canceled Twinkie? They were getting ready to cancel Twinkies like what? Three, four months ago? Because fucking Godzilla was stealing them. Well, that could be why Pocky's so expensive over here, too. You know, he grabbed the Pocky shipment. I... I, That fat fucking dinosaur. You know, I, I look at the Godzillas on the shelf up there, and okay, he looks a little chubby, but he still looks pretty badass, especially Millennium, but... You know, yeah, 2000 is all all the way on the left. Okay. 2000 is kind of a chubby fucker. He's got them them cankles going on, but you know what? He's still lean. He still looks like he's ready to beat some ass. Godzilla 90s even. Like, Godzilla 90s is looking at this right now, and he's going, dear God, I let myself go. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, okay, he did use his atomic breath very well, at, at least at the one point, and then he just kind of throws the thing down. There was a little thing at the end where they made it look like he was dead, and I don't think there was anybody in the entire damn audience that didn't know he was going to get back up. <laughs> I tricked you, San Francisco. I was only napping. You know, he's all out of breath. You know, when you're that overweight, boom. Dude, dude's like what sixty and 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 Jesus, he needs to go to the, the 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 kaiju retirement home or something. This is pathetic. Well, you know, after that last American attempt, Toho turned right around and made a couple of pretty decent uh, rubber suited ones. Dude, Final Wars was amazing, and then we get this, like. I, I want the rubber suits now. I mean, with the rubber suits, like, Godzilla can pile drive Gigan or something crazy. You know what he does yeah. in this? He, he spits fire breath down somebody else's throat. Ooh, well done. Well, he's actually done that before. In Godzilla 2000, he lets the bad creature, Orga, I believe it's called, swallow him, and then he just lets loose from inside of him. So, I mean, there is precedent, but I'm like, oh my god. Well, gee, gee, Godzilla, I don't know. I don't think the UN would like that. Oh, yeah, Yogi Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mothra, I'm going to go steal a sub now. Yeah, that's what he's, that's what he's snacking on down there. I, I just, I, I'm just amazed. It could have been freaking amazing. But when you have Godzilla, I mean, it's called Godzilla, and he doesn't show up till very deep in the movie, and you got all this human stuff going on, which, I'm sorry, the actors... All right, uh, Brian Cranston, you know, Walter White, or Walter whatever, I, he was very good at what he was doing, but I'm watching the, I'm watching the human actors, and I don't fucking care. And they got, what's the guy's name? Ken Watanabe is playing Dr. Sarazawa. All he does is look like mildly aggravated or constipated and let them fight. I mean, come on. Even the actors wanted to see the monsters fighting. I'm sure that after seeing this, the actors looked at it and said, you know, you probably could have cut that scene of mine and uh, put in a little bit more monsters. I don't know. I, I, it could have been so much more. Okay, Legendary Pictures have shown that they understand how to make a giant monster scale look good. I mean, yeah, okay, Godzilla's got 100 feet on any of the, the Jaegers or, uh, or any of the kaiju from Pacific Rim. But they did a really good job in that of making the scale look good and making the brawls look good. You still felt like it was giant monsters fighting giant robots. Yeah, and... I can't really say that the scale looked terrible in the movie, but what Pacific Rim had that this one didn't, you didn't have to put up with as much of the boring human crap. Yeah, they got it all out of the way right in the beginning. But I, I'm, I'm really bothered with how they handled the scale in this. It's a lot of, oh, look, we're going to have him knocking down this building, or his head is right here to show you how big he is, right next to the human. Okay, that <laughs> brings up another point that came up last night, too. You know, they start showing the the fights, but ooh, let's look at it through a bus window. Let's look at it through a closing door. Every damn time. 
or or what what was potentially a really good fight in in Hawaii. Yeah. They show on the news. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Which I, I don't know. It was just a. I think it was a little too much Cloverfield, where they were just trying to show. Oh, I don't know the the effects on the human population of what was going on. And I'm sorry. No, I want to see big guy. I want to see freaking monsters fight. I don't want to see, I've got to get home to my wife, but I got to defuse this bomb, but I can't get this thing open. And uh, Oh, by the way, the only EOD in the entire Navy, apparently. Yeah. And okay. All right. The, the timing mechanism is supposed to be really old, right? Wouldn't people that are trained on bomb disposal and that learn on older stuff first, build their knowledge base to get up to the point to where they can deal with the complicated stuff? But apparently he's the only person in the fucking world that knows how to disarm one of these ancient non-electronic fucking firing mechanisms. Yeah, the the clockwork timer. Yeah. Jeez, a couple of uh, steampunk fans could have taken that thing apart (laughs) (laughs) or let's let's talk about the fact that his cat his face looked like a cat face i've heard a cat face what was it cat face and elephant elephant feet yeah he's got cankles well you know what looking (laughs) thinking about it like his arms I, looking at your shirt. If you're happy and you know it, clap your... Oh, never mind. I, I don't know. He had some pretty thick arms, and that was flab. You saw it wiggle. I'll bet you if he flapped him hard enough, that dude would take off. Well, he did fly into one movie. <laughs> okay, I gotta say it. The frick, the fucking Smog Monster movie was more entertaining to me than this one was. Megalon was more entertaining. And yes, I said entertaining. I, I should have known when the critics were going on about how great this movie was. Yeah. These are the same people that like those fucking art house films. No, this is not Godzilla. You're doing it wrong. This, this hurt my soul a little bit to watch. And would you say you wanted your two hours back? Yeah. Well, I, I want, the, I want two hours back. Um, I'm going to end I'm gonna, up, I'm going to write a letter to legendary and see if they'll send me like, two hours in the mail or something. There's got to be some way they could fix this for me. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe if they do a sequel, which of course I'll go see if it comes out, maybe they'll do it to where they bring in another classic monster. Rodan, that idiot. I mean, Gigan, the short bus monster. I don't know. No, no. You want to know what the Gigan, the short bus monster? Was? Yeah, he's kind of stupid. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, he did cut his own head off in Final Wars. Yes, he did. Yes. Dumbass. Anyhow, no, no. The next, the sequel is going to be just one long montage where Godzilla '90s gets a time machine and comes forward, and he's just a personal trainer to this bat fuck. It's gonna be like a big Rocky montage. <laughs> Or, or Godzilla's going to fight a Russian, a, a giant Russian monster, and, and he's going to go Cherno through the Alpha. Oh, that would be amazing. He'd probably get his ass... No, he's, he's pretty fat. Cherno would probably not be able to handle it. <laughs> the training montage. They'd be playing Eye of the Tiger in the background. Well, admit this, though. It, it couldn't have been that bad. You're going to see it again. I, I'm going to see it again. 
and I'm going to try and deter that person from wanting to... I'm going to tell them, you know, instead of Godzilla and a movie, or Godzilla and dinner, what do you say you pick a movie and then we get dinner? Oh, she might still pick Godzilla. Oh my god, I really hope not. I (laughs) I wonder if she listens to this podcast. I don't know. I think she might. But... I don't know how much her I don't know how much her father will uh, will say about the whole thing. <laughs> we'll find out. Everybody's gonna love this movie. It's 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 gonna be painful. We we are gonna be alone pariahs in the world of people who love this horror. I don't know. Movie. I don't know. My buddy Jared did not like the movie either. But uh, uh, you know what? We loved Pacific Rim and it tanked. Did not like this movie. It'll probably make good good money. I mean, face it, Man of Steel made decent bank. So, I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. Are, are, are we movie hipsters? No, we just know what we like. I I, I think we might be movie hipsters, and I think I'm okay with this. <laughs> well, you know, it's just I go to a movie to be entertained, and... And I want to fucking take a nap. That's kind of the opposite it, of what I'm there for. It wasn't like I wanted to take a nap. It's just, it crept up on me. Must have action. Must have giant monster. <laughs> there, there were multiple points in that where I just kind of leaned over and tried to sleep. Couldn't because the movie was too loud, but I tried, damn it. You know, and wouldn't you know, this is the one time, the one movie where it would have not mattered, but I didn't have to go to the bathroom during this movie, so I didn't have to get up and go to the bathroom. And Oh, I did, but I didn't miss anything. <laughs> oh, well. Well, with all that being said, I can't say as I recommended, but everybody should see it at least once. Form your own opinion. Yes, I, I, and you know, go by what everybody else says. If you, I don't know. Just thanks for listening, folks. <laughs> Later. Next up, we have a voice. Next up, we have a voice review from our good buddy Joe Iden, our brother in bad movies. So, what do you say, Joe? Hey, D-Dub and Strat, this is Joe Iden here. Just wanted to uh, give you my thoughts on Godzilla. I just saw it less than an hour ago, and since this is such an important film for us, I thought I would record it and send it in. This was a good movie. I liked Godzilla. It was a good Godzilla movie. It just wasn't quite what I thought it would be. For instance, as I'm sitting in the theater... It seemed like through a lot of the movie, I'm constantly waiting for something to happen. And I'm not saying it was slow. That's not what I'm saying. It's just, I think it's because I'm pretty sure I feel as if Godzilla wasn't in it enough. When he is in it, it's really good. There's a lot of cool fights and everything like that. It's really good. But yeah, I just don't think he was in it enough. Now, the two other monsters that are in it are pretty neat. One's a male, one's a female. And it's, it's pretty neat. There's a lot of good action with the monsters. We actually get to see more of those two monsters. 
Now, another thing that bothered me, and it didn't hit me until just now, was I thought there was a little bit too much human drama. Uh, it's my understanding that the director, Gareth Edwards, he, this is his first big movie with a budget and actual stars in it. And he must have really wanted to utilize those stars because they're in it a lot. We uh, lose Brian Cranston about a third, not even a third of the way into the movie. He dies. Um, but that's that's not a bad thing because it kind of he kind of set up what had happened and what's going to happen and why the monsters are there. So uh, Ken Watanabe very good in it, but he just doesn't have a lot to do. I mean, he's playing Doctor Serizawa. I mean. According to the original Godzilla, if, you know he, that was such a really good character and how he was tortured for creating this terrible device called the Oxygen Destroyer. Okay, that's not this Dr. Sarazawa. He really doesn't have that much to do in the film. He's the one that comes up with the idea to get the monsters to fight, which I thought was really cool. Uh, as an Aaron Taylor Johnson plays our hero, he does a good job. There's a couple of really good scenes with him and the monsters. There's one scene on railroad tracks that I thought was really cool. Uh, he's good in it. He's very good in it. And throughout the movie, he's trying to get back to his wife and son in San Francisco, I think. But they don't dwell on that because he's also military. So he has a job to do and he does it which they didn't really dwell on him having to get back having to get back to his family and everything like that. I thought they were going to do that, but they didn't, which was pretty neat. Uh there's also a really cool scene in the Hawaiian uh the airport in Hawaii, but we don't get to see too much of it because you know, it's like it's done with new they show it in news footage, you know what I mean? And that's the scene where it looks like they're on the train, it's like a monorail that goes in and out of the airport that got and then the monsters come and Godzilla attacks. We get the really good fights towards the end, which is pretty neat. Another thing I really liked is they set up Godzilla as the good guy, which was really neat. I didn't think they were going to go there, but they did. He wasn't the the same menace as the other two monsters, which I thought was really cool. Uh if you're a diehard Godzilla fan, there's, you know, you're going to see this. I consider myself a diehard Godzilla fan. And I was a little disappointed. Now, it's, this is a good movie, and it's a good Godzilla movie. And it's a good setup. But I was disappointed, because I really thought we were going to see other Toho giant monsters in this. At least one, maybe two. I really thought that, because last night, I happened. To, I was uh, on the internet at work, and I happened to see the Asian trailer that came out a few days ago. And in that Asian trailer, there is clearly a quick shot of one of the monsters flying, because one of the monsters does fly, and he kind of uh, flies past the villain. It's a real quick scene. I would have bet anything that was Rodan, but it wasn't Rodan. Uh, but that's okay. You know, it's it was still good. The monsters were pretty good. Um, I just think I was, I think it was a little, I don't want to say it was slow. It wasn't slow, but I still felt like I was constantly waiting for Godzilla to show up. And I didn't like that. That was my, that's like my first impression after the movie was, was over. The uh, second is he wasn't in it enough. Okay, so uh, yeah, I'm going to probably see this at least one more time. I did see it in IMAX 3D, so I did, I'm glad I saw it that way because it was pretty neat to see that in IMAX 3D. But 
I will probably see it in 2D too, and then maybe compare the two. But in IMAX 3D, it was it was really cool. Uh, I would recommend it to both of you guys. Obviously, I would recommend it. But again, not quite what I had hoped it would be. And I I think that's I'm gonna guess that that's probably gonna be the feelings of a lot of diehard Godzilla fans. Good movie, but not enough. We did, they, we did, they didn't give us enough. Okay, that all said, there is one thing I knew going into this movie before I saw it. I was not nuts about the design of Godzilla, okay? I thought his... Now, I was basing this on images I had seen, and I was also basing a lot of it on the toys that started showing up in um, like the toy stores and stuff. I thought he was too chubby. I thought his arms were too small, head a little bit too small. His feet were like elephant feet. They didn't come down into a foot-like. And I'll give you an example of why I wasn't nuts about the design of Godzilla. I knew that there was a three-foot Godzilla toy coming out, and it was going to be available at Toys R Us. It was going to be under 50 bucks. I was, I, like Six months ago, I was buying that thing. I was going to have it. It finally showed up about two or three weeks ago at Toys R Us, and there was two or three of them there, and they were like 45 bucks. Now, the diehard Godzilla fan, you know, the money can't leap out of the wallet fast enough to get this thing. But based on the design and everything, I passed on it. I'm kind of sorry I did because, you know, it would be cool to have, but I passed on it. I still wasn't nuts about the design of Godzilla. Now, in the movie, it works, okay? He's good in the movie, it's, it's fine, and it works in the movie and everything. And, by the way, I didn't mention he does have his atomic breath, and he utilizes it very well, especially in the one scene. But, uh, yeah, I wasn't nuts about the initial look of uh, Godzilla. I also wasn't nuts about the design of the two other monsters. They're slightly different. They're basically the same kind of species. They're fine. They're okay. I'm just not. I just wasn't nuts. I don't understand why they couldn't give us some of the other Toho monsters. Rodan would have been cool. You know, maybe you know King Ghidra would have been great, but I don't think they would have went there. They definitely set the whole thing up for another. You know, there's got obviously there's going to be a sequel. You know, but uh, I hope I have my fingers crossed. I hope people like it. I hope people go see it. But uh, yeah, it left me a little a little disappointed, and uh, you know I think that's too bad. But uh, you know. Out of ten out of five stars, I'd probably give it three to three and a half, I guess. You know, um, for diehard Godzilla fans, I think it left us wanting more and maybe a little disappointed. But it's a good movie and it's a good Godzilla movie. So uh, I guess that's about all I can say about it. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys like it. And uh, I should have mentioned this earlier. This, you know, got a couple of spoilers here in my in my, in my initial thoughts here. But uh, I hope you guys enjoy it, and uh, I will talk to you guys real soon. And thanks a lot. And I will talk to you guys soon. See ya. Bye. Okay. Thanks for that, Joe. Now, next up, I did see the movie a second time. I went and saw it with Stratosphere in an IMAX 3D. And here are Stratosphere's original thoughts upon exiting the movie. Okay, this is this part. Oh, 
This is Stratosphere. I've just seen Godzilla 2014. Uh, I enjoyed it. I bought the storyline as far as the the Muto's, you know, feeding on the radiation, and um, I thought the acting was pretty good. Uh, the special effects were, again, pretty good. We. Uh, uh, we saw it in the IMAX 3D. Whether that really added to the whole thing, you know, that's probably a matter of personal opinion. I thought it was a nice little immersion thing. Um, I had no complaints with how it, you know, it was kind of a slow build to a lot of action. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, one of the things I was kind of uh, pondering during the course of the movie is, okay, now, I would say at, at the very least, you know, you have to make this, unlike, say, the 98 movie, I think this deserves a place in the canon, in, in uh, you know, the pantheon of, of the, now, what was it, will be, this would be the 29th movie? Yeah, so, you have to, you know, then the question becomes, what, you know where does this rank? As where where does this rank as far as uh, you know? Is it is it the best one ever? Far from it. I'll agree. I'll, I'll totally agree with anybody that you know says it's it's not the be all end all. But uh, is is it a good entry in the series? I would say yes. I would I would say uh, just off, now mind you, I have not seen all the rest of them. Uh, but I would say the only two that I've seen that I thought were uh, head and shoulders above it were would be the original Gojira 1954 and GMK. Um, like I said, I, th I think I think we're, we all got a little spoiled by Pacific Rim, which had more nonstop brawling. And I would also say that it does set it up nicely for a sequel. Of course, uh, Pacific Rim 2 is still in development hell. We haven't heard anything about that, but it's my understanding the box office is pretty decent on this opening weekend. So uh, all we can do is hope for bigger and better next time around. Okay, thank you, Strat. Now, you know, my initial thoughts, the reason I saw the movie for a second time was I wanted to see if maybe my original thoughts were valid and whether a second viewing would really change my opinion of everything. Um, can't say as it really did, but I did make a couple of uh, notes on here. They may seem a little disjointed, but that's the way my mind works. I bounce around a lot. Um, a lot of people are saying that the reveal, which happens about an hour in, you know, it's a slow buildup, a la Jaws, whatever. Uh, I did the checking. You know, people said that in the 1954 movie, it took a long time. Well, you know what? 22 minutes. Because I did watch the original. Uh, the Raymond Burr version is slightly longer than that. So I, I think just having to wait that long was just way too much. Um, you know, just as an aside, after seeing it, I did have to kind of cleanse my palate. I did sit down and watch Pacific Rim again, which I just love that movie. Um, I also watched Cloverfield. Now, Cloverfield, I did notice a lot of similarities between the two, especially the whole point of view 
I don't know if you want to say you are there quality to it, where you're more seeing the devastation from a human view as opposed to the kaiju view. Um, Cloverfield did a great job with that. They, I think they really, how can I put this? They focused way too much on it, in my opinion. I mean, I go to see a Godzilla movie. I want to see freaking Godzilla. And while he was there, he was cool. I just, the whole seeing him through a window, through a closing door, seeing the fights on TV. I understand artistic, artistic license and all that, but you know, I, especially seeing it the second time in the IMAX, it just didn't quite work for me. I know some of the older ones were pretty goofy and, you know, 54, if you watch a Japanese one, I've heard it called an art, an art film, but it's still a pretty engrossing film. You know, okay, it is a 54 film, but it's still pretty engrossing. Um, next up, Dr. Sarazawa. Now, Ken Watanabe, I think he's, I've seen him in a few things, couldn't name anything off the top of my head, but he's a really good actor. Problem is, in this movie, he had two facial expressions. First is what I like to call Canadian anger, where it's like, I'm slightly upset, just not overly so. And the other one, the look on his face, the only way I can describe this look, it was the same look that my father had on his face every time as kids we would do something that he just thought was so unbelievably stupid that he couldn't believe it. You know, and sometimes things are just almost like beyond him or something. I don't know. Um, I've heard that Gareth Edwards said that Godzilla, they kind of based him on a bear. And, you know, if you heard our initial thoughts, you know, the whole Yogi Bear thing. And maybe, you know, with the puffing and the gills and all that, it might have worked out that way. But, I don't know, it's... A good analogy was pointed out to me. You know, what other king do you have? You have the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley himself. And, um... You know, Elvis, later in his career, he wasn't exactly svelte. I'm not saying that Godzilla was ever svelte, but he really, he looked kind of pudgy. I mean, it kind of worked. I wasn't a big fan of the claw, you know, the club feet, the elephant feet, I guess. But, I mean, it works on the screen. It's just, I saw one of those figures in a Toys R Us because I was curious as to what they look like. And I was really debating whether or not to get one for the shelf. And I kind of took a pass for right now. I may change my mind a little later on. But for right now, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Uh, A little bit of a plot point that I wrote down here. They're searching in the desert at one point in the uh, containment unit for the the, um, nuclear waste out in Nevada. And they're going door by door. They find one where all this light's coming out, and it turns out that something had blown a hole in the side of it. Well, I would think they'd have guards on duty or something, and I would think somebody would have noticed a hole like that, even like the helicopters flying around. You know, maybe it's just me, maybe I'm over-sympathizing, but uh, I don't know. Now, you know, I did like the fact that they kind of represented him um, as a good guy. That was refreshing, not just strictly the destructive force of nature intent on 
fucking everything up. Um, the Mutos, it just, as I'm watching it, especially after I watch the other films, it just seemed to me like Godzilla was fighting a Gauss in Cloverfield. Which, okay, if he's fighting a Gauss, which is a flying monster from the uh, Gamera films, I guess that's the closest we're ever going to see to Godzilla versus Gamela, Gamera. Unless something magical happens, which I'm not holding my breath on that one. Uh, still didn't like the human story with Lieutenant Brody and his wife and, and that. It just really did not engage me. And I'm, Elizabeth Olsen, you know, I made the joke to my son afterwards that she looked like the missing Olsen twin or the third Olsen twin. And then I find out, yeah, she's she's their sister. So, yeah, the one character I did care about, Brian, Brian Cranston's character, I'm... Um, he was just gone too early. I did not much care for that. Uh, while we're talking about the humans, just the sheer amount of punishment that uh, Lieutenant Brody, I believe his name is, um, Eric, uh, the male lead, he should have been dead. I'm sorry. Yeah, and at the end, oh yeah, nobody saw the the fact that Godzilla supposedly was dead and then came back new, but he saw that one coming. With all of that, I mean, there were a couple of really cool shots in it. Godzilla rising out of the water, out of the rubble, those were very cool. Uh, the back plates in the water, they just showed you the sheer scale of this thing. You know, just how wide apart his back plates are. Very nice. Uh, the atomic breath, well done, especially the second time he used it. I mean, you really did get a good sense of just the massiveness, just how big he is. And especially in the final shot where he's kind of waiting out, you know, compared to a building, it really looked good. Um, I did read somewhere, someone said, you know, in the post-Christopher Nolan area, or post-Christopher Nolan era, Everything has to be dead serious. And, you know, I can see that, but I, I like a little bit of fun. I mean, there there have to be goofy moments to kind of offset all the serious crap that's going on the whole time. Maybe I'm just being pie in the sky. I know this movie couldn't be everything to everybody. I mean, that's just, that's just, there's no way it's going to happen. But I, there's just... Things, I guess, in the back of my mind I was hoping for. You know, maybe I was hoping for a little bit more of the classic brawling. I mean, say what you will about Pacific Rim, but there was a significant amount of brawling, and it looked really cool. And I guess I was just hoping for more of that, or more just straight-up shots instead of it, like I said, being in a TV, being through a window or something like that. You know, just straight-up shots of the monster. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily even saying for the rubber suits, but, you know, give us more than about 10, 15 minutes, maybe out of a two plus hour movie. So I'm sure I'm probably going to see it again and I'm probably going to buy the DVD. All I can say, you know, I really was disappointed about it. I know a lot of people are really digging on it and that, but sorry guys, it just really was not what I was hoping for. Oh, uh, well. 
Okay, and now we're going to round everything off. Stratosphere, after sleeping on it overnight, sent along some some of his thoughts on on it, like I said, after he slept on it overnight. So take it away, Strat. Hello again. Stratosphere here with a few final thoughts. I'd like to address a few things that have been brought up that I've had time to sleep on and do a little bit of research. First thing I'd like to talk about is the look of the new Godzilla. I feel the new design is effective. Uh, it's based more on the movement of a bear, which, in my opinion, is cool because Gojira's original suit actor has stated he based his original movement of Godzilla on that of bears after studying them in zoos. Um, the new Godzilla is also shown to have gills for underwater underwater breathing. This was a conscious decision by the filmmakers to make the creature seem more plausible, if not necessarily realistic. This made the film more appealing to mainstream audiences. The second thing I would like to address is the so-called lack of Godzilla screen time. One person I spoke with had mentioned they were actually falling asleep during the quote-unquote human part of the story. And, you know, I'm sorry... (laughs) I would say the majority of the films in the franchise that I've seen are like this. The, the, the actual brawling time, the actual monster time is very minimal, and there's a lot of the human story to, to the point where it's kind of hard to watch a few of them. Uh, I think if you took the amount of screen time in the new movie, timed it with a stopwatch, and then did the same thing for some of the better movies in the franchise, the original Gojira, GMK, and others, I feel that it would be comparable. It may be less on a percentage basis. This is uh, a longer movie than pretty much everything in the franchise, but this needed to be a longer movie because otherwise people feel they are not getting their money's worth. This made the film more appealing to mainstream audiences. Now, the fact that Pacific Rim, which I loved, I'm not slagging Pacific Rim, but it has much more action and more action earlier on in the movie. Pacific Rim was beaten at the box office by a third-rate Adam Sandler movie. That tells me that putting all the action up front was not the way to go. Also, putting arguably the most respected actor currently working, Bryan Cranston from Breaking Bad, Putting him in the movie brought a ton of people to see this movie that wouldn't have bothered at all. There's there's just not a lot of market on the outset for a quote unquote monster movie. But I've read I've read interviews with a lot of people that said, you know, I wouldn't have gone to see this, but put Heisenberg in there and I'm in. Oh wait a minute, uh, I'll you know, and that that drew them in, and then even though the character. I won't spoil it, but they they found the rest of the movie to be not just a silly monster movie. It was actually pretty good. This made the film more appealing to mainstream audiences. Now, why do I keep repeating that phrase? Because, quite frankly, getting this movie to appeal to mainstream audiences is the key to keeping the franchise going. I feel that if they would have done a movie that satisfied the diehard fans, it would have been great... But it would have also, like Pacific Rim before it, done modestly well, and then faded. 
This movie beat out Captain America and Spider-Man. A sequel is all but guaranteed. I think this is a really good movie, and it comes down to instant gratification versus keeping the franchise going. Both have legitimate arguments. It's not a perfect movie, but if it means that maybe in a couple years there'll be another Godzilla movie that might even be better, look at Alien versus Aliens, and just as an example of you know movies getting better with sequels sometimes, I feel like it's worth not not getting the perfect movie. So that's all I have to say, and uh, we'll see you at the drive-in. Okay, so that pretty much wraps up our our I guess you could call it Godzilla Roundtable 2014. If you have any comments on the movie. Uh, on the podcast, go ahead, email us at secret layer drive in. Or, no, I'm sorry, it's been a long day. Secret layer podcast at gmail.com or just subscribe to us on iTunes, Beyond Pod for your Android devices, or even if you have a Windows phone, subscribe to us there. Comments are always welcome. I know a lot of you are waiting for Enter the Dragon, and it'll be up in a couple of days, but thank you all for listening. Thank you even more for participating. And with that being said, go watch a B-movie. And why? Because these movies won't watch themselves. Later, folks. Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater.